the power of you being gone on that show changed the show forever. And you know what else it changed? Jax's performance. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. So we were saying that we saw Booney and he lost a ton of weight and he looks amazing. He had a baby. Yes. Isn't that fantastic? I know. She's a a beauty, man. Yeah. She's a beauty. And his wife is fantastic. I love his wife. She's like, isn't she great? Oh my god! I met. I remember I met her, and I was just like, oh, I was just so happy. It was like you know, it's just like watching clouds come together. I was like, oh, these are are great. These are great people. So you were saying about the schedule thing, and that's kind of I was recognizing the thing that brings me like, especially at the only thing that really gets agitation in me. As weird as this sounds, is if I don't if I can't hit like the schedule, like, cause I eat it. I try to eat at the same time every day. I try to, I eat the same thing every day and where that might seem completely insane to other people. It really works for me. I run every morning. I do this. And, and, you know, it's really odd because no one else needs to understand it. But once like you, you were just saying, cause you're in such sick shape right now, you're in such great shape that once you can put that schedule together, you're good. Cause you'll just follow it. And yeah. do it because you're in your routine, right? You got you get your food that you want. You're yeah. on your, but with the comic cons and with filming all over. Because where did you film the Disney show? My kids uh, and I are watching. He was in Vancouver. It. Yeah, Vancouver. Yeah, Hershey yeah. was in my country for a while. <laughs> did we treat you well yeah. up there, right? Fantastic. It was fantastic. And, and you know, like because I was up there all during when COVID was like really just starting. And it was like, it was so different than it was, than it was here in LA is the community was so kind and it was communal and it was just like, everybody took care of everybody. There was so many more people wiping things down and like at every single shop that you went to, it just felt like the team was kind of going like, all right, well, we're all going through this together. We came back here to LA and it was like, ah, ah, you're like. Jeez. You your show, bro, yeah. was one of the first ones out of the gate yeah. with COVID. I remember your show, Mind Van Helsing. And then I did that movie. Remember your I did movie that up movie in early? Hamilton. Yeah. Yep. It yeah. seemed to be in Canada earlier. Yeah. Because we were ahead of the curve a little bit until we couldn't get vaccines. And then America caught up a little bit. Now that we have vaccines yeah. in Canada, it's a different thing. But yeah, you were up there for how long, Hersky? Like seven, eight months. Yeah, before. man. Yeah. Yeah. But I just watched the scene because my kids watch it all the time. You know, they just and they put it on a lot. Like, so it'll be like they'll just keep watching the episodes. There was a scene at the dinner table. I might get it wrong, but it was the dinner table. He walks in and something crazy is going on there saying what he did. You guys are like either on the run or in hiding or something. You're having this big dinner and you looked super slim in that. So you you were kind of doing it then as well. Right. Yeah, I was cutting. I was I was cutting down. I was cutting down. It's been like it's been like you know maybe a year, year and a half that I've just kind of like started to to cut it down. But like you were saying, like the scheduling thing, the thing that I've found personally that that's it's it's kind of like you're training your central nervous system to just chill the fuck out. Yep. <laughs> you know, like yeah, when, you it, when you give it repetition and you give it and you're you're literally your central nervous system knows what to expect. All your cortisol levels, all your adrenal hormones, that all that stuff starts to drop and everything gets starts to get clear. You know, so like, you know, like why to eat this, why to eat that, it just kind of like goes away. You know, and, and that's that's what's been, you know, because I've gotten in, in you know, I've done this for so yeah. long. You did that on Suns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you when you blew your bicep out, I'd never yeah. seen you. You were in the oh, yeah. best shape of your life. Yeah. And then the you famous blew. tricep photo, the famous well, the tricep, tricep or bicep. Yeah. It's like a I, fucking horseshoe. Let me tell you something about that photo. The famous photo. <laughs> ah, yeah, that photo. I remember, I remember where we were. I remember, like, I, I saw the, the unset <laughs> photographer and I saw the downward light and I was like, 
Yo, no. this is my guy. And I was like, I was like, stay right there, buddy. No, no, <laughs> you did. And I remember looking over at Theo. Theo was like, Oh, I saw it. And I, I'm telling you, we were in the I'll never I'll never forget. We were in the warehouse that we yeah. built where we where I, juice sold no, the coke we or whatever. The jigsaw thing going, the saw Yeah, going. and we were all yeah. doing that pretending. Ryan pops out his tricep there. What the fuck is happening? And that photo before things went viral, that photo has somehow been everywhere <laughs> since. That is such so crazy. You know, doesn't it? You know, it's so funny. We're watching this thing, and again. Yeah. It's so bizarre. I got to tell you, it. I don't know. I'm in this weird place where I don't believe in past, present, or future. I don't believe it. Like I'm in this weird place of like that these oh, lives man. are all kind of inter this absurdism, kind of absurd thing of life. Know. But like looking back on it, like I know it was this life, yeah. But it feels so incredibly separated, and yet I. I love watching it because I can remember like not necessarily ever filming a scene, not necessarily ever like something that was done, but like the little things that came out of it, like us walking right. out after a scene right. and like all or sitting around the trailers, or we talk about Joshua tree a lot, which was, yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean, it, it, I don't remember all of it, but I remember like the flat tire. I, no, I remember there. all of it. And I was more drunk and more stoned than you. <laughs> and I remember all of it. I remember. And it was all because of Ryan. It was his send off party. It was the hottest couple of days in California. Yeah. Yeah. And we had three vehicles. We had more food. Yeah. We had your sword. Yeah. We, we you had, took your truck. You took your truck. We yep. took the, Ryan took his truck. Yep. I think yep. DL takes something. And then I you took still that, have that white look, Cadillac. Look, no, no, no. Yeah. That Cadillac, that, that Cadillac. Yeah. History. yeah. yeah. With the, the, the you still have that, right? No, no, no. You were no. like the first person I ever saw with the Cadillac pickup. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. I didn't even know what it was. No, what, it was so cool. what I remember the most about Joshua tree was like when we finally got up there and it was like, the sun was going down and there was yeah. that, that tub that was like, a yeah. And I just remember like getting in there and for like, literally it was like a spiritual cleanse. I just remember kind of going like, this was fucking five years of such intense fucking. And I just remember sitting there watching the sun with all my fucking brothers there, just fucking mm-hmm. partying and just going like, this was all fucking worth it. Uh, <laughs> what a great recollection. All so worth it. And none of us had that, like you had this almost like magical ending because that still to this day, and we, we reference no, it, it a was, lot. It was, it was the most magical. Yeah. Cause we it reference was- it a lot now, obviously Piney didn't have that obviously no one before him, but what we reference a lot and we're watching season five now, which is so odd because it's so good. Like uh-huh. season five seems like, like so far the best season to me. Mm-hmm. And what's really odd is it felt like it was the end of the show for all of us. Uh-huh. And I know, and I know it was that the beginning the, of the end, but it felt like the end, like for me, I don't think anyone really had an end after that. Uh, Do you know uh, what I mean? Like yeah, we just yeah. kind of, we just kind of fell away. You know, right. it was just like it, but there was something that happened and, and, and yet it was you, you were in this, the center of it, but it was, we did this whole big thing. It was the true first big one of us. Right. right. But it felt like the end and like it was like, oh, this is ending. Let's all start disconnecting. Like, you know, like uh, Kim, you remember when we were at Sergeant Major uh, and he was telling me he said something really interesting to me. He said when he would go off to deployment. Yeah. Downrange. His wife for the two, three weeks before it, they would start. She would start fighting with him and Mm. then she would stop talking to him. Mm -hmm. And when they would leave. They would almost be not talking. And he said it was a defense mechanism. Oh, sure. Oh, so sure. Right. Yeah. And he said he would spend more time in the garage and then he'd go and he'd be gone for six months. I felt that in a way that after what happened, we all started kind of distancing. Right. Yeah. It was right as all the stuff was going on with Clay and kind of everything was getting weird. And people were starting to talk about who was doing had more lines and who had this and who had that. And it just got more businessy mm-hmm. and things just started to drift away. And I think everyone in a self-protection mode was like, Hey, this is ending. Mm-hmm. Let's see what, ha- let's see 
what's going to happen after it in a way of like, oh, it's cool. But that moment, that right. Joshua Tree weekend. Yeah. I'll never forget it. Yeah. It was like our coach. It was like our coach. Ryan. It was like our coach. Coach Shella. So beautiful. It just felt so damn good. Come on. What do you remember about it, Ryan? I mean, uh, all of it. All of, oh my God. I just, uh, I, all I remember is like the good parts. Like good. I, all I remember is sumo wrestling in the fucking parking lot <laughs> for fucking two hours after an 18 hour day. Like, 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 like who the, like that would never, I would never do that again. Never. Uh, with anybody else, for anybody else, you know, never. on any other job. Like, uh, like I just remember, you know, after a few seasons when we would, we were actually partying like around the table together yeah. playing yeah. fucking cards. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, I remember all the, the not shooting stuff. And then, I, you know, I remember like the, I remember what I got heat stroke and ended up in a fucking hospital. Yeah. I never forget that. that. But it's like, uh, <laughs> you did a timber. Yeah. 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 Oh man. I remember what else do I remember? I remember when Tommy at the docks, whiskey throttled the fucking thing and <laughs> went and flew off. Of he flew throttle. off the bike. <laughs> he flew off the bike. Cause he'd fallen. He's fallen like two days before. Yeah. We were like, yeah. We were like, calm down. He's like, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. And we were like, woo! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was this one take. And we all had to run and get on the bike. And there goes Tommy. Just, uh, it's so I, funny. You just remembered. And I never realized that, that we used to go to the set sometimes at night when we oh, weren't yeah. working. And we oh, would yeah. hang out around the play table. Cards. Oh, yeah. And play cards and drink. I didn't even remember that. Oh, yeah. And then, and then I remember I remember Dayton showing up in his sweatpants just to get lunch and then go home. <laughs> he would come from home in his sweatpants. Grab a free lunch. Grab a free lunch. I was like, you wearing fucking sweatpants? Like, yeah, we go back home. <laughs> go back home. <laughs> he would come just from, for the food. <laughs> I remember all those little things. <laughs> and 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 it felt like at the with that. I said every the the next job after it, like I went right away and did that other show, and I felt like I was a uh, a kennel dog, like like literally when people were like, "Hey, they're gonna need you in ten. I was like, "I'll be there in a minute." Everybody just <laughs> calmed down. Everybody was like, "Whoa, whoa, what's going on here?" And I was like, uh, "Nothing, nothing." I, I just saying, like, "What is everybody else out?" And I think I was coming from this. It was such a weird world we were in that I was like you know, you had this like almost like different way of looking because our show was, it didn't play by any of the rules yeah. that anything else ever played in. Yeah. And like you said, nobody's wrestling in parking lots now. Like you go yeah. and it's a job. <laughs> you yeah. go Ryan, yeah. Ryan, when Theo called me over a year ago and it's COVID and just before you started your Vancouver job last summer and it's like April last year and Theo goes, Hey man, come on, let's do a podcast. And I said, what what yeah yeah and he brings up this whole idea hersty i don't know about you i have a feeling you were much like me and theo i'd seen 30 of the 92 uh-huh. i've seen every first show every last show yeah, a few yeah. in you know like your stuff yeah. obviously yeah. me and venus that kind of i'd watched you know to see what but i never watched the show yeah yeah we theo came up we're i'm watching the show yeah. Ryan, you're fucking amazing <laughs> on this show. Thanks, bro. No, no, yeah. you are you're a baby when you started. That pilot, forget oh, yeah. about when me and Ron came on. Yeah. Theo and I watched the first kind of one, and then when me and Ron got, you know, we got the final. You look so young. Yeah. And your hair was short. Yeah. And then you think about five years later. Yeah. And all the times that we would hang out and Theo and I've talked and to finally, you know, get to talk to you about it. I mean, you know, Rosencrantz, you, like, you you know, you, <laughs> you, you were that guy. Yeah. You were, and Theo says it better than me. Yeah. The moral compass of the club mm. until you were no longer was Opie. Mm. It yeah. was you. Right. And it was a chance to go to the dark side and he never did. There was one chance where I thought he was going to start like as now being like, I'm so disconnected from the show that I'm watching it as a fan. And there was a moment where you thought he was going to go against Jack. There was a moment where he loved clay. It was kind of like end of season four, beginning of season where he's questioning. You remember that shit, Ryan? 
Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. What do you remember about it? I remember I remember when Jax started to think that I was a rat. Oh, I, just remember, yeah. I remember that I, I that's what I, I just remember again, Charlie was like really kind of like started to, you know, separate yeah. from me a little bit. And him and I, you know, we lived like two blocks from each other and we would ride together and he like didn't want to ride with me and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember there was one take. There was one take that we were doing. We were sitting there, and it was like it was like off screen or something like that. And he took a cigarette and he flicked it at me during the. Me day. too. I was like, me. Whoa! I was he like, did that right. shit with me too. <laughs> he did it to me in season six. Same did it thing. to fucking Ron. <laughs> to hear Ryan say that, Theo, that's mind blowing. <laughs> Would oh, he talk to you about it, Ryan? Yeah, finally. And, you know, he was just kind of like, you know, I'm just trying to stay in my lane and that, that, that. I was like, all right, okay. You know what else? Here's another little. Remember, do you remember when Charlie had, had that fucking cork in his mouth all the time? Do you remember yep. that? Yeah, the accent. That's what I remember. I remember yeah. like that first season going like, what the fuck is What's, this? What are you doing with the cork? What yeah. What like doing? I was like, is he trying to quit smoking? Like, I don't know. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> Like I'm working on my tongue. I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> Think about that. How much do you remember? Because that's when we all smoked. Like, can you imagine how much we fucking smoked in those first two seasons? Like, that, no, 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 no. The do you remember Parliament had their own billing on the show. <laughs> they had single card Parliament on the fucking show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I what I remember is that first season. There was one scene where we every single person was smoking in the chapel, and I just remember going like. This is gonna. This is gonna stop. <laughs> it's got to stop. <laughs> but what's? You know what? You know what's so crazy? And going back and watching it now because I'm such a giant fan now of Bill Lucking too. Like oh, yeah. I don't. Your dad, don't, you and him. Bro. I don't know perfect casting, but oh, like, oh, yeah. first of all, he's the only person on the planet who could make you look even a little small. Like he's yeah. just a yeah. giant. How did Kurt being. and Wendy O'Brien come up with Ryan and William to play the? I mean, are you joking? No, it was that. It was that first. It was at the very beginning. Is that Piney and Opie weren't supposed to be father and son? And then they, no way. Oh yeah, no, no, no. It was it was a total fluke, and they cast. Holy us, shit! Cast and while they were shooting the first version of the pilot, yeah. Kurt Kurt looked at us and went, "Oh wait a minute!" And he says, "You guys look so much alike." He's like. Oh, what if I make you father and son? And then that kind of is a nice counterpoint to. Oh my god! Yeah, the total fluke. It was originally this is this is something that I heard originally right before Bill Lucking was cast. <laughs> Do you know who was supposed to play fucking Piney? No. Was uh um oh my god fucking uh George uh George Carlin. What? George Carlin. Yeah, look that Isn't one. Isn't he up. a funny guy? Am I the comedian's one of the greatest comedians to ever, ever live? right? Never ever. Lived. He's died. He died. He died during maybe in the whatever. he was in the conversation to play Piney. Yeah, he was he was going to be cast. Wow. And um and then and then he died. And because I think they they wanted him to do it, and that was actually how Piney and he was sort of sick at the time, and they were like, "Oh well, we'll give him a nose thing." And then, and then, and then, like, and then he died, and then they cast, and then they cast Bill. Well, oh my the god! Original, the another- original pilot is so different. Like people don't yeah. understand. Like when we did the original, and Kim, you weren't there, you know, which was so bizarre. When I read the script, it was called uh, "Forever Sam Crow." Forever Sam Crow. Yeah, and the character of piney or whatever that was was not he was like a, an old biker who used to be in the club who now worked as a mechanic who jacks would go to for like you know uh lessons in life yeah right i've said yeah. this before and yeah. and again we came on as guest stars like i didn't know what the hell was going on you know i didn't know if i was going to do more that but i had hair like we did this you know scott was there obviously glenn yeah. emilio rivera uh well, and you know. ryan you theo tells a story where you were going to do like six episodes right yeah like you're, you're going to do your arc and thank you and move on yep yep keep going yeah. theo yeah no they they told me from the they told me from the they uh kurt told me from the get-go he was like yo we're gonna end we're gonna kill you at the end of the first season he's like don't get too comfortable and i was like all right you know um <laughs> like the condition that i gave that i gave to kurt is i was like all right, but even for the pilot, I said to him, I said, like, I'll do it for like no, no dough, but you got to give me motorcycle riding lessons. I've always wanted yeah. to do it. And he, yeah. was like, and he was like, okay. And then he tried to like skimp out on the deal. And I was like, and I was like, yo, motherfucker, 
I was like, I need my fucking lessons. And he gave me two lessons. I was like, no, <laughs> he did yes, Yeah. And this was before the show got picked up. And then I, you know, got picked up and then I got real lessons. I had two lessons before the original pilot with that stuntman guy who we yeah. broke the Dennis. 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 Yeah. Yeah, he and, and still and has nightmares bikes, about all you guys. Yeah, the only two bikes Danny he had was he had a dirt bike. He had a yep. dirt bike, <laughs> and he had <laughs> a giant Harley with like floorboards that if you turned it a little too much, you were scraping. Yeah, and those, scraping. Were your, yep. yeah, those were your two bikes. Yeah. And it was like one was six hundred fifty pounds. They couldn't one was put a dirt bike. on either one of those. And he's like, "Good luck." And you're like, what, what, "Is this what we're doing?" <laughs> no, see, he, did the, he did the opposite with me. He he treated me like I was a six year old. Not me. No. He, no. He, he like got on behind me and put his hands over my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Is this how you're supposed to do it?" I was like, "Can't you just talk me through it?" It's like a tandem <laughs> jump. He was doing Better a tandem for- bike ride. <laughs> I remember riding with you, Ryan, so many times, and yeah. I was always. So pleasantly surprised and aghast and 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 warm feeling. Your legs were so long, <laughs> you had to have those front pegs all yeah. the time. Those middle ones were never were comfortable yeah. with you, and you needed to stretch those. And every time when you were first learning, it was like give him a birth, <laughs> give him a wide fucking girth yeah. birth because he needs to turn. And yeah, yeah. when I what, when I learned to ride. I still, I still ride this way now is because, because they had on middle uh, gear shifts, my, you know, my knees were up like this. Yeah. So I had, I had put my feet out onto the highway pegs. So I really learned to ride with shifting with my heel Mm. instead of my toe. Wow. (laughs) And I still ride like that. Wow. And you never, they they don't make, and this is going to sound stupid. They don't make bikes that have the gears up further for people who are taller like way out they, they do they oh do. no they do yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. i only know the dinas and the any yeah, of no no they have, have, they, have the they have forward forward gears yeah yeah so so what's here's what's funny i was just telling someone recently because my wife is dying to go skydiving right and i, oh, I posted yeah. Yeah. And I posted a couple of videos about, you know, whatever. And I said, no, one was one was more than enough, right? But now that I'm in this kind of weird, different altered state. I was like, listen, it's fine. Sure. I would do it. It doesn't matter. Right. Yep. Um, but I will say that was potentially one of the least unenjoyable, like the most unenjoyable thing I've ever done in my <laughs> life. Like I, I had, I found no joy in it whatsoever. And, <laughs> and, and, and it's fully your fault and yeah. everything about it was wrong. all that was Ryan's fault. Yeah. That I, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Did we all do it? Did no, anyone not? I, do no, it? I couldn't do it. You no, yes, you I, did. I couldn't do it. And not then, that day. Yes. And then, yeah. two months later, yeah. Hearst kept knocking on my door, yeah. calling me and going, you're not getting out of this. I mean, yeah. we're, we're, you know, you're not. And one Sunday, me and him, yeah, it was just no me. one else. Yeah. He booked me with the greatest, yeah. du- what do they call duo or tandem? Tandem. Yeah. Tandem. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. tandem. Tandem, right, Ryan? Yep. So he books me with his, the best guy at the Paris Air Center. Yep. I show up. Oh, it's only 122 degrees. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. show up, and I'm telling you what, it was like when I went with Ryan, I, I stuck to him like a little, little puppy. And we went in the back, and he yep. was unraveling parachutes and shit. Yep. And no one was talking. They were, they were all, and I was just like in awe. Yeah. It was time to go. We'll, we'll keep this somewhat short. Yeah. I I'm with my guy. We go over, I watch a video, the whole thing. And we get in a plane and as we're going up and up and up and up and up, Ryan's not talking to me much. He's looking at me kind of winking and shit. And he's got his stuff on because he's been, he's already had like a thousand jumps or something. And I remember saying to him is, is my guy going to hook up to me soon? And Ryan went, what? And he (laughs) fell out of the plane back. (laughs) No, no, he just <laughs> fell out backwards. And, went, and, and my guy still hadn't hooked up. Ryan's gone. He went out backwards. I'm freaked out about that. And all of a sudden, my guy, like John Wayne, goes, hook it up, hooking it up. And he pulled me close to him. Clip, 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 clip. Yeah. Remember what we said? Head tucked. Yeah. Or head up, head up, yeah. head up, head up. Head up. Yeah. And we fucking jumped out of the plane. 13,000 yeah. feet. Yeah. No, no, my heart still goes, 
Yeah. And and Hirsch, he saw me fucking land and we land running. Like we didn't even, we tried to slide in our ass, but didn't have to because he was so yeah. good. One of the greatest days of my life. I remember that day so thoroughly. It's like, I remember everybody. I remember you hated it. Hated it. You know, so, and then, and then Tommy was, you know, you know, oblivious was out of his mind. Could have threw him off the moon. It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> and then I'll tell I'll tell Charlie's story in a second because it's one of my favorite. You know, I've taken my entire family skydiving. I took all you guys. Yeah. But Charlie's is one of my favorites. I'll tell that in a second. Yeah. I remember telling you, Kim, is Kim like is met it emotionally? Remember, Kim, you were like going, you're like, should I drink a bottle of wine? Should I do this? Drink? <laughs> I said, Kim, you know something? I said, it's kind of like, I said, jumping out of the plane is kind of like having your first kid. You just got to welcome that it's chaos. And you went, okay, I could do that. Right. And then you did it. And I did And that. I was just like, I mean, he kind of like met it emotionally in a really cool, in a really cool way. What I remember about Charlie is Charlie, you know, most people have the exact same reaction as they get the most nervous is going down there, getting in the plane, super nervous, super nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, they go up, they go up, they open the side of the plane, people lose their minds, they go, oh my gosh, they yeah. jump out. And then usually once you jump out, like it's 50-50, is people either like love it or they just kind of go like, get me to the ground. Is Charlie was inverted. He was like high-fiving people the whole time. This is fantastic. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. And I was like, I was like, all right, I've never seen this before. Then he gets in the plane, he's on the plane. And as he's going out, as he's literally like going out of the plane, he looks and Morgana was there and she was right behind him. And he looks and he sees her and she's crying. She's crying like tears. And as he's going out of the plane, she reaches for him and goes, Charlie, no, (laughs) she did not. Oh, his whole flight, like, which is on video, it's just him kind of (laughs) like... going like this so i remember i got to the ground and i was on the ground and uh and i was like saying you know checking on everybody and then i look over and there's charlie and morgana both kneeling holding each other on the grass like shake and i was like what happened (laughs) but yeah he he was like he was like worst experience of my whole life i was like okay great (laughs) yeah no mine was more of like okay that's done. So fuck that. Um, cool. That's cool. That's cool. Theo, yeah, did cool. you go with like a lot of you? Jackson. Jackson weekend? was there. Me, yeah. Ryan. Um, yeah. I don't know who. No, else. but Hirsty, you got like some of the crew to go. Like there was oh, a yeah. lot. Oh, everybody. Oh yeah. Uh, the one thing that I will tell you, you know, Jackson, my buddy Mike, and my buddy Travis. You know, uh, Travis is like an instructor who taught us everything. But as I'll tell you. Of, of that's the only thing like second to like the brotherhood that, that we all sort of have is when is skydiving with two of your like childhood friends, just like the three of you alone in the sky. No, can't even imagine. Dude, it's like, it's, it, it, it's, there's nothing. You just feel like superheroes. It, can't even imagine. The line you just said about the chaos is really interesting because it's like you just embrace that it's chaos. Yeah. And that's kind of like how I'm looking at everything now. You just like go, this is chaos. Life is chaos. And you just kind of take it like that. Right. And I think when I look back at that time, it was if you really look back at the entire scope of it. Right. It's before a lot of things. Right. It's before social media really got to what it is. It's before phones became completely part of life. It's before you couldn't do anything, right? It's before, like here we were on this, whatever size of the show, it felt like it was the biggest show in the world. It felt like we were always together. It felt like this. And it was a controlled chaos. And sometimes it wasn't controlled, right? There were things that weren't controlled. There were things that were controlled. And it, and I think it facilitated some of the greatest performances because people started actually like morphing into who they were in one way or another. And, you know, there are times when I'm watching you on the show. And I think one of the things that I love so much about it, because I've, I've learned so much too, as an artist watching it is you play, you're so contained Mm. that when you're not, Mm. it's so earned, right? Because someone who jumps off the handle all the time, it's like a dog who's always barking. You just go, 
Yeah, I get it. Right. I get it. But a dog who's super sweet and super sweet and then kind of does something, you're like, whoa, I did not expect that coming. And Opie, as I'm watching Opie and I realize why was everybody so in love with him? It's because he never aggressively did anything to anyone. Mm-hmm. But when he did to like the stall moment, which watching yep. the thing, yep. you're getting cheered for massacring someone in a car, right? That's how you know you've played a character well, right? And what I loved about Opie is that everybody else started hitting these weird levels of like anger and and and, and anxiety and, and freaking out. And in every conversation that you were on, you were just, you never yeah. really knew what was going on. So when you, when you came into it, you thought you were going to be on six episodes. Most likely you were supposed to probably be Donna. Most likely that was going to be the snare. Tig was going to kill Opie by mistake. And then somehow that would be the way it goes and the repercussions of that. Yep. When you knew you were going to stay. And ultimately what we thought, I'll tell you what I thought. Yeah. And Kim and I talked, I thought you were going to be kill Jackson. You were going to be the last person standing. That's what I always thought. Right, Kim. We talk about that. You, you talked about that. I, I didn't think so. I, I knew that 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 Ryan was going to be there at the very, very end, the last man standing. Mm-hmm. Hamlet was going to be dead. His mom and dad were going to be dead. But but Ryan would have witnessed the whole thing and right. be the last man standing. Yeah. But as we've grown to know with Sutter's mind and how he thinks, yeah. there was there there's all kinds of different scenarios, and he did them all. Yeah. And um, it was sad when you were gone, bro. I, I got to tell you. Yeah, the power of the death of Opie. I mean, uh, first of all, I forgot what episode it was when you when right. you went. I, yeah, we I thought forgot. it was like I, episode. I five. put myself in a timeout in this in this podcast, Ryan, because yeah. I knew nothing. I just yeah. remembered. He was like telling went. everybody, "He's like, get ready, episode five, Opie yeah, goes." And, I, and me, my dumb ass is not like, "Wow, that early?" I go, yeah, not, "Was that not, early not in season five? It's actually episode." But three. episode five or no, episode four. Yes. Gone in three, and then in four, yeah. we spent. I never, never. I mean, I saw the show, but it was so long ago. We spent, we spent forty minutes, not even talking about Opie, right? And then the last seven minutes of that show, mm. people either stopped watching forever, mm. grabbed more Kleenex boxes than they've ever had in their entire life. The song, the picking up of your casket, the putting the booze in there, all of us lifting you. I, I, I actually watched the show twice because mm. I couldn't believe, and I saw it when, I, when it yeah. came out, as one that the power of you being gone on that show changed the show forever. And you know what else it changed? Jax's performance. Jax okay. became a different man from yeah. that moment on. He yeah. was never the same. Yeah, it's mind blowing. And and all the and all the humor, all the fun gone. was gone. gone, Ryan. Yeah, the it's, show went dark. And, and but it's it's great. It's great if you in that scene, if I remember, is like right is when Jax turns away from me getting, you know, yeah, to be beaten in. That's like the the beginning of the end for for Jax. Like the very beginning of of holy shit, this guy's going to go this way, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. How much did you know? Like you knew, right? We what had all that. We had all that drama between season four and five. We had all that madness that was going on. Yeah. How is it explained? You know, it's listen. It's like with juice with the pie. Like let me just finish my pie, and you got the I got this right. It's this whole yeah. thing. How much did you know pre season five? Because it happens early. It happens episode three. Yeah. How he much told did me, you know? Kurt, Kurt called me going into season five, and he said, "Look, we're going to kill Opie." And I was like, oh, really? I was like, you sure? And I was like, I was like, I think there's still some 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 tether in there where, you know, I because I, what I wanted to see was Jax and Opie really turn against each other. That's what wow. as like a fan of the wow. show. I was like, I was like, wouldn't it be fun if we were, you know, if we were squared off at, at you know, at, at each other wow. for, some, for some reason. That would have been amazing. He, and he was amazing. Like, and he was like, he was like, no, he's like, we're going to kill him. And I was like, all right. And then he says. And I was like, and I was like, uh, he, and he said to me, he said, it's going to be bloody. It's going to be, and it's going to be noble. And I was like, and, for, and when he said that, I was just kind of like, oh, that's going to be good. I, I just, something in me knew I was just like, oh, that's going to be, I was like, I'll take that. And I was like, okay. 
all right, go for it. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and you didn't know, did you know in like episode one and two, cause we usually get a few scripts. Did you know how it was going to play out in three? I, I, don't, I didn't know how it was going to play out. No, no. Because right up until the end, and I can only say this because we just watched it a couple episodes, like you don't know who it is. And then all of a sudden it's like, he just literally goes, it's me. And every, and everybody's sitting there Yeah. because you assume it'll be Tig. You assume he'll throw Tig in there or he'll throw him, himself in there. Yeah. And then when that happens, there's like a silence. Right. And then it's the whole thing. And you go, oh, well, he's going to get out of this. Right. Like he'll get out of it. And then, you know, it hurts a few people and you go. And and you try to imagine that this was pre-streaming, pre-watching things all in a row. Every like, Tuesday night, you had to wait a week. You had to wait. Yeah. So people are watching this at home. And then all of a sudden, there's it's like they put an extra sound effect in when it yeah. gets hit. Yeah. And and you go, oh, oh fuck. And and then, like Kim said, where I got mad as a fan, but where I understand it is there's not much talk after it. Yeah. There's yeah. just a different vibe and the different vibe is Jax is now a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. And the humor is gone. There's no more Doberman's biting asses. There's no more fun. There's no more. It is literally like monologues and murder, you know, you want to know know something that I remember was uh, in the, in the episode where Jax kills the guard with the snow. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. We just talked about that a couple of shows ago. Funny. I called Charlie like while you guys were about to like you just got to the location and we're gonna shoot that scene. And I was like, hey dude, what's going on? He was like, oh, he was like, he was like, hey man, he was like, we were just talking about you. He's like, we're about to kill the the guard that killed you. And and I was like, Oh yeah. And I was like, where you at? Yeah, you showed up. And and I was like four blocks away and I was yeah. like, I'm gonna drop by. No, and I just remember up. dropping by and and I forget the actor's name, but I've worked with him a few times. We played the guard. And I looked up and he was just like, he kind of was looking around like, what the fuck? Is he? Like, <laughs> what's like, he doing here? What's he doing, he doing here? here? I'm just an actor. Like, what is this guy doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack, that was like, we, we use the term uncalled for uncalled a lot. For that me. was the most uncalled. Like he went, there was like 15 hits to the skull of, <laughs> of aggression and like nonstop. And you're like, wow, it's like, it's like whatever the writers did on that. They were like, how far can we take it? How many hits is too much? And they're like 16. And that was one of the great things about Opie is, and Rossi and I talk, the violence of this show mm. and six and seven, which we haven't got to yet, but we're coming, it, it, it gets, over the top as far as I'm yeah. like it, it it's goes like comic fucking, bookie. Yeah. It's it's whack. Like Charlie and I one one time, it's either in six or seven, I'll remember when I see the scene. There's like a a, a a 20 dead people in the back of a van. And I go to Charlie, why why are we doing this? Like and who are they? And he goes, Cozy, if you don't know, I don't know. Like this is game. <laughs> and 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 I remember your stuff as Opie, now that we've seen it all, yeah. was so uh anti that. Mm. It was mm. just scenes. Mm. It was and the way, and the way got you to do the most children scenes. and we're yeah. all you know like like opie, opie ryan hurst has like 18 dogs at his house yeah. 19 theo how theo many? does two plus how many children, so do i and and mm. you know dude the way the way you and your children were and on this show yeah it's magic yeah you never forced anything ryan yeah there was nothing at all it just was so real it was stunning to me yeah, it, I mean the the Opie was really born out of. I remember I was I did the pilot and I was kind of like trying to find the character. You know, you kind of like try this, try that, and then I watched the pilot, and then I did. I, and I, I remember I in the pilot because at the pilot the you you can watch that the tone of Opie is a little different than where he lands for the majority of his of his character. But I remember I was watching the pilot and there was some little physicalization. I don't remember what it was. Mm that I did that I, that I went, Oh, is I have five, three brothers. And one of my brothers name is Tad. He's the oldest one. And he's, we call him the rock because he's yeah. just, he, he, he's like a professional gambler. He, I mean, that's, you know, he's a, he's a banker and he's a gambler too, but he's like, he's always been just so steady. And I remember going and I, and I, and I like cribbed some little physicalization and I went, Oh, that's who this dude is. 
I was like, he's like my brother. So yeah, I was just literally did. just doing my, like an impersonation of, of one of my brothers. Yeah, because you hadn't really, like, in anything I'd seen wow. you, and it was more like higher emotion. It was led led with emotion, right, in all in all your biggest stuff. And then a lot of stuff, I remember what you did right after. You did that show where you, where you were totally different, right? Everything was totally different. So this was, yeah. I think that to me in watching it is, like, one of the hardest things is, like, not, it's not not doing anything, but it's not letting anybody see everything, right? Yeah. Where, and especially with someone like Opie, who had so much going on at all times, and yet he's holding it back. And where I got to see it is where a lot of people don't recognize it was a lot of scenes with like Lila, where uh-huh. like you just sit there and talk to her. And it's like, he wants to say so much, mm. but he's not going to. Yeah. Yeah. And and to me, I just think that's so fascinating, especially we talk a lot about like younger actors watching things and tracking performances is you stay so true to it. And I think on this show, a lot of us, you can watch us kind of like grow up on it. Charlie said a great analogy. It was like going to college in a way, oh, yeah. it was, you know, oh, yeah. it, and it really was. I don't think any of us were the same after it. And I think a lot of us came in very different. And I think it just kind of changed yeah. a lot of things in yeah. a way. Yeah. It way, the way we look at relationships on set, the way we know that it'll never be like that, the way that, you know, again, the success and the height of the show. I also have said that there's not many shows that, you know, Walking Dead, which you obviously did, that you you have a cast that almost becomes like melds with like rock stars where you're going out and you're almost like a, a rock star. In a way, yeah, you're not nice, Ryan. I, what I, you know, I, I'm, I'm I, oh, yeah, I remember most. Come on. But I, you know, it's like, I've never been really big into like the, 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 you know, the Hollywoody thing, like the celebrity part of my, of our career. Like it's just never meant anything except one time it was all of us in the second or third season. And it was like, I think it was at, uh, it was at, you know, because I've been to so many premieres and we we all, we all have. Yeah. But I remember, and, and I just, I'm always just feeling uncomfortable, and I'm always just kind of like, let me go home and, you know, go to bed. <laughs> I remember it was, this, it was like, it was, at, it was near the San Diego Comic-Con, and it was like the variety party or whatever. Yeah, like the, it was like yeah. the People Magazine one or something, the yeah. big one. I know exactly it was the big one. It was, a yeah. big, it was a big, Big swimming know, pool, big food, all that yeah. shit. And I remember that, like, we walked in. And literally, it felt like the proverbial record scratch. It was like yeah. the whole room went, oh, shit. Like, Do you remember we, that? Like, we scared the, the whole spring. room stopped. Yeah. And we all had different <laughs> fucking leather on. And-, and what you have to remember is when we're saying the whole room stopped, this is only industry people. It's industry yeah. people, but it's also 90% actors and actresses yeah. from yeah. other shows. So yeah. it's all the shows coming together. Yeah. that are at comic-con and when we walked in all these other you know most of the other people coming in separate they don't talk yeah. to each other we came in like this mob of people all together and everybody we was just like together we're in the hotel together we're having dinner together oh, i guess we got to go to a party now yeah we show up we just put our cigarettes out we show yeah. up and everyone yeah. fucking stopped and flanagan's wearing like some kind of top oh, hat, hat and he looks hat. like a joker or something and it's like his, his scarves that he wears yeah. and and you go, fuck, look at yeah. the, and everybody Ryan's at the seven same feet time. tall. You yeah. stand beside him, go, Ryan, yeah. you go first. And people just look at us and they're like, fuck, yeah. they're here. Like, <laughs> and, and, it's, and, and that, when we would do that, when we would go to lunch, when we would go, like we yeah. said, in Joshua Tree, wherever we went, we'd go rides. We'd go to ride to Charlie's house. We'd be on the road. You'd yeah. see people do that. And it, it, it would like trick their mind for a minute because they'd be like, well, wait, is that, is that, yeah. is that? And then people, we got to the point where a lot of people started wearing full face helmets and all that, because like Charlie would say, oh yeah, people would almost run him off the road to get a picture while he was riding, you know, and (laughs) that gets super fucking dangerous as you're. Yeah. I remember there was one other fun little thing was Charlie and I on some weekend might've been during hiatus or whatever, but it went for a ride and we were on PCH. This was like, I don't know, season two or three or whatever, but the show started to pick up and we were on PCH. And we pull up to this light and it, it couldn't have been scripted any better. So there was a young kid with blonde hair and a, like a fake little cut on with white <laughs> sneakers. And then his buddy right next to him. 
who had a beard. No, no, no. Had a beard. He was a little chubbier. They and, they and and had a. It was like it was like they were dressed up for Halloween. And so we and 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 Charlie and I pull up next to them. We have our you know our handkerchiefs like this. And we pull up next to these guys and we're like looking at them. And then they look over at us and they're like, wah, 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 wah. and we're like, <laughs> and Charlie and I were both fucking speed demons. And I remember yes. looking over at the kids and I look back at Charlie and I start laughing. And then I look at this kid and I pull down my mask and the light turns green. And the kid goes, <laughs> and like, just took off. <laughs> you fuckers used to ride so fast. Dude. Yeah. And yeah. I remember just being like, these fuckers are going 120 on the 101. <laughs> yeah. And I am not going to play this game. And yeah. me and Coates are staying in the back and they're yeah. going to be there first, way man. faster. Coatsy on that set. Cut, first. Cut. First, Ryan, what are you doing? Tommy, stop dragging your feet. What the fuck are you doing? Did, uh, you guys talk, did you guys ever talk about the fishing trip? I never made that fishing oh. trip. I did. I oh, just looked at all made of that. Tommy set that up. So that was Linson was with us, right? It was yeah. me, Charlie, Boone, Dayton, if Lucky, Bill Lucky made oh, that. And, and Jackson. And Jackson. So uh, the yeah, only Jackson came to all those things with you guys. Yeah. yeah. The only I never I don't know if I've ever told this part of the story that was really odd. Do you remember we started doing those sweatshirts every year? Right. Yeah. So we had the big Reaper on the back that yeah. we would all design together and we would give to the crew. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember we were on the, the boat. You remember the kind of boat we were on, right, Rod? That fishing boat? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and we were in Mexico. Yeah. We were in Mexico. We were yeah. fishing for tuna or whatever. Well, wait, gotta, wait. But you wait. left from San Diego, right, right? Well, but you got to preface. You got to yeah, preface go. the way that it went, which is like, which is we're going to rent a yacht. A yacht. We're going to take sun. We're going to sunbathe. It's going to be sons of anarchy on a yacht. It's going to be, we're on a boat. We're on a boat. And we all ride down there and go to the docks. And and there's all these yachts, these giant, these giant luxury yachts where people are partying. And they go like, yeah, you guys are down in the end. We're like, all right, we're walking, we're walking. (laughs) This boat. And we're like, is this the any the tiniest? It was a dinghy. It was the dinghiest. It, it made the, the it made the boat in Jaws look enormous. Yeah, and, and we're gonna need a bigger boat. boat. It was like, where are we sleeping? And it was little sleeping quarters with bunks that went four high. Yeah. Like, oh my yeah. god thank yeah. god i was in canada no and then and then b- besides the gilligan's island boat and besides the fact that it was a fucking dinghy and a, and an absolute and utter piece of shit like yeah. every piece yeah. of paint it broke down was, a little bit i heard no it was a mess it was a fucking mess so we go out and we're on the high seas we're out <laughs> we're out we barely have any food we barely have anything we're just all eating tuna we barely have anything it's a mess and his wife oh my god it was a fucking mess but here's what i remember about it yeah the the water was rough so people were in rough shape (laughs) the water was rough right and at one point i remember bill looking at me and going we got to get the fuck out of here. And I was like, I don't know how we get we out get of here. swim. Unless, unless somebody has a jetpack. We're in the middle of the ocean in Mexico. We're not getting out of here. So we go to sleep. Yeah. And we think everybody's asleep. Now, remember, we're in the middle of the ocean. You cannot um, see land anywhere. There's you no can't see. And you can't see your hand. Wow. Is Tommy happy? Anyway, well, no, here's what happened. You can't see your hand in front of your face. Like it is pitch fucking black there's one little light at the top of the steps that would go where we were putting all the fish and everything on that wood yeah. part yeah and i wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> to pee yeah and i'm like fuck what am i gonna pee where is this like where i don't even know where i am and i look up and i catch the reaper out of my eye and it was tommy sitting on the edge of the boat uh-huh. in the middle of the night yeah just sitting there. Yeah. And I don't know if he was sleepwalking. I don't know. I walked up behind him and I said, Hey, hey, get the yeah. fucking side. Hey. <laughs> I said, get the fucking side. And I was so frightened. And he was totally calm. He's like, uh, all right, yeah. And I said, get the fucking side. He, he like, loves that shit. But I because then I couldn't sleep because I'm like, if he went over, that's yeah. it. There's no like it's over. There's no, no more chips. There's yeah. no more nothing. Right. Yeah. 
And I was thinking at that moment, laying in my three foot fucking cot with my knees by my chest, we got to get the fuck off this boat. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, I remember so many details about that trip because it was so different. What I remember was Bill got super sick, sick and stayed up all night. Yeah, But of course, Bill Lucking, this is something first. He didn't, he threw up and fucking swallowed. <laughs> he didn't fucking, he just sat there like this all 72 hours. I have so many pictures of it. And if you look at the pictures of him, if somebody needed to put a picture under furious in the dictionary, <laughs> he's fucking furious. Wasn't Perlman on that uh, ship too? Perlman, yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember waking up one in like the first first morning or whatever, oh, and I and I wake up and I'm like it's really early and I and I wake up and I like see everybody and everybody's asleep, and I see Ron who's on the top bunk, you know, across from me on the fourth one on the top, and he's he's got his shirt off, he's just looking over the side, he looks over at me and he goes, "How the fuck did I get up here?" <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. The other part that I remember was everybody's going to sleep, oh, and like the first mate on the and the first mate on this ship, like Jackson and I were sitting there. We were trying to like get something to eat, and was and the first mate sits down and starts telling us what this guy and this guy's you know this guy really like, well, <laughs> and, and he's talking about how he was in Vietnam and how he. Uh, and how it was his job to, to go into places after battle and 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 bring back pieces of of soldiers like that was his job. And like if the, when there was a rough no, gig, there was no full bodies. He had to bring back pieces, and he, but, but he was That's one a of the job. And uh, and we were like, and we we're like, oh, okay. And he was just kind of yammering on, and then he goes, and then tomorrow, and it was literally it was like Quint out of fucking like, tomorrow. <laughs> He's like, you know, when we're catching these fish, he said, there's, there's going to be blood everywhere. There's going to be blood on you. There's going to be blood on the deck. There's going to be blood everywhere. And, then, and we're going like this. And, and, I'm, and, and Jackson and I are just staring at this guy. And Jackson just goes, yay. <laughs> I fell over. I fell over. <laughs> and he was right. You yeah. see these pictures. There's yeah. fucking blood everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It was a fucking massacre on this boat. <laughs> did did you spend one night or two? I think wasn't it two? I, I don't it was- know. It felt like hell. It yeah. felt like hell. Like yeah. we were thinking of ways we can get back. We were like, can we call someone? We'll pay for a water taxi. <laughs> there was one point we were trying to call a water taxi. Bill and I were sitting at that table. And I'll never forget Ron had the gold's gym shirt on, like he always had. Oh. And I just remember seeing him being like, What's the plan? Like, if we have to have, like, is there a hostile takeover? Like, how do we get out of here? Because half were like, we what stay. What's Tommy saying? He organized all this. Tommy organized. And it's the only thing Tommy ever organized in his life on and the, the show. Yeah. And the last, because, again, we thought we were going on this P. Diddy white party style yacht. Mm-hmm. And here we were on this, you know, a boat that could barely stay afloat <laughs> in another country. You remember Charlie? You remember Charlie caught a bird? Do you remember that? Yep. Caught a bird. Really? He's like bringing something in. And we're like, dude, that's a fucking. And he caught a seagull. A seagull. Yeah, it's a bird. <laughs> it's not even a what, fish. Do we do? what do we do? We caught a bird. And the bird was what a fucking, what a crazy. And, and again, that really is an absolute metaphor for, because there was so, I think that's a metaphor because it was, it was, it was controlled chaos. Like you said, with the jumping, but I think that what I, what I, what I love so much when I look back now was just the, like, do you remember, do you remember the, the big chairs in the last season that you had like the, the folding chairs, we would all sit in a circle. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the coolers of food the this yeah. the that we would all just sit there yeah. and bullshit yeah. between oh yeah which is like unheard of now like it doesn't really happen at all and it would just be in the middle of these fields in the yeah. middle of these sets yeah. and no one would go back unless you really needed a nap unless you were like hey dude i'm finished and charlie would put the sign outside his trailer be like don't fucking knock on this door unless i'm working because yeah. people were exhausted you would just sit around with each other and just with each other. And then 
after work, you'd sit around with each other. And on the weekend, you'd be at Dayton's with each other and you'd be doing skydiving with each other. Or you'd go to, we used to go to Universal City and do the skydiving in the tomb yeah. all yeah. the time. And then we go to the arcades. Never forget watching Ryan yeah. with his body, his <laughs> seven foot eight body. Just go, Coach, are you watching? And he would go in this fucking thing, this little stupid tunnel. And was it was awesome. the great, it was the great, I didn't even want to do it. I just wanted to watch him do it again. Do it again. Indoor skydiving. Yeah, that indoor shit sky, was do it again. fucking amazing. It blew my mind, really. Molly I, was, amazing. I remember, I, I was remember, amazing. I remember watching Pearlman. I remember watching Ronnie in there, in there looking like a fucking orangutan. Um, oh, my God. He was like this. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Nothing was going right for whipped. him in there. Did you go in there, Kim? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. I loved it. Oh, yeah. That I was kind of the higher. precursor. I kept, I kept hitting my head on the side like a little bit. Did you ever get Katie in there? No, 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 right? No, no, but she came. She came once. Okay. She came to watch. Okay. And Maggie, Maggie never did anything like that. I don't think so. Maggie never came. Here, here, you want to hear what's so wild about this show? And this is so crazy. So, right now, we just took Kane to his baseball practice. He has his first game this week, right? And we're driving. Yeah, it's crazy, right? And here we are in the middle of, you know, hill country in Austin or whatever. And and I'm driving back and Megan, my wife, out of nowhere, yeah. like out of nowhere goes, hey, so total coincidence. Um, you remember, you know, she goes, you know, Coulter, Mike Coulter, he played Luke Cage on the show I did. And I go, yeah. She goes, his wife called me and um, she wanted to know if I could recommend a nanny for Kristen Renton because Kristen's Kristen Renton Kristen Renton's going to be in Austin for a couple of months and is so she so I'm going to help them out. My girl. So I'm going to help them out and get a nanny. And I go, what? Do you even know Kristen? She's like, no. And I go, this is so fucking weird. Like this is yeah. however many years later, yeah. however many years. There's just like these ties that. Yeah. You want to talk about a big dog girl like you two, like me? She's huge. Oh, yeah. she's such a great Kristen's protector of animals. Has always been. Has always, always, always been. been, Ryan. Yeah, and and again, that's and that's such a and that's why I said I was like, do whatever you got to do, do whatever you can. Yeah. But it's like that just shows like these deep things. Like when we just found out about Tony Medina, and yeah. a couple of people yeah. called. You heard right, right? You heard right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's like. There's something that's why it is a once in a lifetime thing. I think that's why people, I think it was a before time. And when I say it was a before time, like, that's, you know, a, obviously, that's a great way. That's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. It was a before time. Yeah. It was the last of the before time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you, you ever heard you, you would sit there with Theo and Charlie and you would talk about Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad or, and we were in that conversation of those Six or seven shows on cable that were what? Well, it was the Sopranos, like, The Wire. It was all that, but then, but then, well, no, no. But if, if I may, sorry, Theo. The Sopranos were first, yeah, and then The Wire. I'm talking. We were part of that second wave of those cable shows that were just starting to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. right, Walking Dead had that similar thing where they're like yeah. kind of a before time, right? Like yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. 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 And they're all and and Jay, Jeffrey Dean, who I love, and Norman, like all those guys, I love every one of them. They they have that same vibe. They're kind of the last of it, right? Like how were the, they, Hersty, to work with? They're fantastic, dude. They're just like so them. good, right? Yeah. Is 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 Norman Jeffrey? They they the, their brothers is they're they're so family. glad to hear. Love those guys. Absolutely love them. Yeah, he's got mischief ranch. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, uh, I only know I, we became friendly because at a Comic Con he ran up and he was so obsessed with Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. like yeah. the biggest fan on the planet. Yeah. And that turned into this friendship of like, you know, he just was like everything about it. And then I would fuck with him and be like, if they ever do a prequel, I mean, yeah. you're like the John Teller fucking perfect person. Oh, fantastic. Right. He would be so good as that. Yeah. And and when you went to do that, I was like, cool, because you had done, you know, I, we worked, I worked with Kyle, you had done Outsiders. Yeah. You kind of had that vibe. And then, and then to go to do Walking Dead, you go and do these two shows that are that kind of before time. But I'm telling you, after Dead's gone. Yeah. That's it. I know. I know. Then it becomes this new way of. And and I and I think I told you this, Kim. One of my friends just called me up recently. He's like, "Hey, man, I'm debating if I should do this movie, and I don't know. It feels like whatever." And I go, "Are they paying you?" And he goes, "Yeah." I go, "Do it." 
Yeah, do it. he's like, why? I go, because it doesn't matter. Just do it. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He goes, what do you mean? I go, 900 movies come out a week. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like, it doesn't matter. Guess Maybe where, people see it. Maybe they won't. Guess where, yeah. Booney, guess where Booney is right now? Where is he? Winnipeg. Manitoba. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's shooting that thing. Yeah. Yeah. He just texted me. I don't even think he'll mind if I read this. Can I just read this right now? You guys will just love this so much. Winnipeg, the Winnipeg Jets. So it's in, yeah, that's it. So Boone goes fourth of eight days in your beloved country of Canada. Winnipeg till tomorrow. They gave me a car. Actually, a pretty nice one. Chrysler 300. And every time I take it out, I've gotten stopped by cops. But they are so fucking nice and fucking funny. Giving me shit about just about everything. My driving, being an actor, COVID testing, etc. I could have gotten, I think, four tickets, but instead I have none because they love me. <laughs> I mean, and then, and then I won't tell you the rest, but come yeah. on. How funny is that? <laughs> Booty's in Winnipeg getting pulled over going, and so listen, man, you're kind of fucking... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are, you, are you that guy? Yeah, right. Uh... Booty has one of my favorite token responses. It's him and I were at lunch one time, and this guy walks up and he goes, oh, you're that guy. You're that guy from that thing. And Booty just kind of stares at him and he goes, oh, man, you're that guy from that thing. Oh, I love that thing. Boone just stares at him, long pause, and just goes, what do we do now? Yeah, no, I know. You tell that story, and I love it every time you tell it. Because I know you feel What do we do now? What do we do now? <laughs> He's the fucking best. There's nothing like him. And yeah. the, the, the curmudgeon, it's the first time I've ever heard the word. I yeah. didn't even know what a curmudgeon was, and I just love it. Well, one last, yeah. one last boonie story. I have so many boonie stories. Him and I were we were flying somewhere. I don't, I don't remember where. What the, we were flying together. We were, and we were sitting there, and and and, uh, and the stewardess walks up and says, "Oh, we, love, you know, we're a big fan of the show." And she said, "She says uh, the the co pilot is a is a big is a big fan of the show. Is it okay if he comes back?" And Boone's like, "I, you know, shouldn't he be fucking flying the plane?" <laughs> And then the guy comes out and he's this very conservative kind of like, you know, very put together, you know, he's a pilot, but he's, you know, he's a very conservative kind of guy. And he comes over and he's just like, uh, Mr. Mark Boone Jr. He's like, I've been a fan of yours for so many years. And then Boone just, you know, he just can't accept that. So Boone, he just goes in on this guy's pants. He just kind of goes, they let you wear this fucking kind of pants when you're flying a plane. <laughs> you know, just thinking that this guy, and this guy's like, uh, well, my wife bought me these pants. And he, just, and he just keeps on these pants. And the guy is not picking up that this is a joke at all. It's a vibe at all. He's like, well, I, 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 should, I, should, I should go back. and I, But thank you. Very nice to meet you. And turns away. And, then, <laughs> and I kind of like look over and a booty goes, I give him too much boon. I want, you gave him too much <laughs> <laughs> too much boon the guy burnt those pants divorced his wife said that he's ne- like literally burnt his fan club to mark boone jr i can tell you right now or whatever the three, the three of us lads right now have more stories about all the boys oh, on that show and yeah. the girls but so. Booney, he's, he's special. Yeah. Yeah. He's spe- so let me ask you one last thing before we go. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, do, we got to let Ryan com- go. This how are the Comic Cons? How was it getting back out there? Like, is it crazy? Fantastic. It's like being locked up. Are the up fans, for- Ryan, how are they? Be- beautiful. Fantastic. So happy. So is, is, I mean, you know, to meet fans just in, in general is fantastic. But it's like to see people just, you know, coming up to see anybody <laughs> it's, right. it's wow. just it, it's wow. different than it was before you know which was just kind of like you're doing this circuit and you're meeting you're meeting lots and lots of people and it's kind of like all right well this is what i do now but is is going out to comic cons now after covid has been huge it's just, it, there's this real vibe of going to these things where everybody everybody there is just super super happy to be there and to be out and to be near people and to be, yeah, yeah, like the whole thing. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, is is the the vibe is 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 much more joyful. So it's been a blast to do them. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. I saw a lot of photos of of you and Ronnie and Booney. Yeah. Just recently, I know Theo and I, once we finish working here, we'll go out and do a fuse coming up. And I that know. was like the greatest thing because we'd always, that was the thing I missed over these last few years was like, even you would still see each other every so yeah, yeah. Like that was our like reunion. We'd all go to dinner. We do yeah. our comic cons. Then we go to dinner. We do, yeah. you know, whatever we're doing, we're hanging out, we're doing something together for yeah. a weekend. And then you leave and it almost is like, oh, you're working, but it's kind of a blast, right? You're having fun. Absolutely. And and you get, again, you're getting to meet everyone. And that was, we would see each other four five, six, seven times a year. And, yeah. and then that was gone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think that I can't wait because I mean, as great as it is for everybody else, it gets us all back together. So listen, bro, I love you. I think you're I love you, the greatest. I, I love do. you both so much. Ryan, Ryan, I, I'm telling you, Theo and I are so <laughs> lucky to have all the boys and girls come on and to have you, bro. I mean, oh, I love I, you. Kim. I mean I it, man. You, we I love just you. love you so much. Love you too, man. Give give love to Molly and the dogs, yeah, especially please. all the the, the dogs. I'm bringing treats when I see you, bro. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to come here on the ranch. I got a crazy one here when you meet Juno. She is Shep. She's Shepherd Husky, and she is. Oh wild. yeah, you were texting me all about it. She's like, wild. She's great. wild. And when she starts meeting these donkeys and these goats and yeah. Rye, if you want to hear a wild story, listen to this last episode what happened with some dogs right. on this property. I might need a, I might need, I might need some dog guidance out here. Oh, Woo! It's I'm chaos. Um, big love. love I love you. I love, I love you guys. You. I love you. Love both. you both so much. I'll see you guys. See you guys. Love. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory pod, hashtag theory pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the, where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And, uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, This life goes by in a blink, so stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference, all right? All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the Theory Team, the team, okay? Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.